He was wearing a shirt. A lot of the guys were wearing shirts this week. And I was like, it's, it's so hot wearing a shirt. I love how our, our fashion police comments have gone from like really, really detailed things being like eyeshadow earrings. And now we're like, a lot of the guys are wearing shirts. Like, <laughs> Also the low standards to impress Tom. If you just wear a shirt, you're pretty much in. No, that's the opposite of the Tom. To impress him, you don't wear a shirt. The Crumbs. Hello, welcome back to The Crumbs. You're with Courtney, Tom and Hamish. It was Kiwi Bakery Week. Finally a week I can get on board with. I have a couple of initial questions. One, what is your go-to pie? Like, the flavour? Steak and cheese. Oh, I'm steak and cheese as well. I'm a mince and cheese gal. I always say that mince is my favourite cut of meat. <laughs> I like the, the, the mouthfeel of a bit of steak, you know? Just... Chewing down on it. Num num num. Second thing is, what is your go-to sweet order from a bake from a kiwi bakery? Ooh, ooh. Mine is like ooh. chocolate slice, like the you know, like the one that has like sometimes wine biscuits in it, and then sometimes like a layer of icing on top. Because like my one of my dad's old patients used to make the best chocolate fudge slice, and so every time I see something that looks like it, I'm like, I need to buy it to see if it's like that, and it's never as good, but. No, interesting choice. For me, it'd be chocolate caramel or like millionaire shortbread. I can't believe you both picked a slice considering like how many options. For me, it's either a custard pie or an apple turnover with cream in it. Oh. I do love an apple turnover. Love an apple turnover. Um, in the UK, you have like a vanilla slice, which are, is, is kind slice. of just like custard, custard slice. slice. <laughs> yeah. So like we used to always get that. It's the same. It's got the icing on the top. That was a go-to when I was a kid, yeah. What were our thoughts on Kiwi Bakery Week? Um, can I... What, um, fuck. What's I going to say? Classic Tom's. Opens his mouth and then has a stroke. <laughs> We've started the podcast. <laughs> Tom has lost the ability to speak. Oh, are we recording? Oh, shit. No, we're, we're, are we recording? No, Courtney just loves recording intro, like saying intros for fun. Just for funsies. I do it when you guys aren't even here. Um... Are we wanting to ask how Courtney's feeling before we started all of this? Because are we not allowed to talk about who left yet? No spoiler alert. It's a spoiler alert. But we let's just say okay. let's just say she's at least two drinks down. She's drinking like she's drinking her sorrows. Drinking my pain away, guys. It's the only I'm way. Drinking her pain away. Yeah. Sad times. All right. So signature, and we finally had the old mince slash meat slash savory New Zealand pie. There was a lot of there's a lot of mince and cheese there, but that's okay. It's a classic. I think there was only one mince and well, no, there was, one normal mince and cheese. Uh, they're all variations of them. Like Lucas and Brooke both did like mince and cheese. Yeah, Lucas and Brooke. Although Brooke did a potato top, which I feel like lives in its own world. It's a different sort and of. And then pie. Lucas did like a potato middle with a hash brown in the middle of his mince, which doesn't mean like, hey, I'm not mad at it. I kind of like the idea, but I feel like the hash brown should have been on top, right? Does that not make the most sense to everyone else? No, I think a little surprise is nice every now and again, and then you then you get all the pastry still as well. When it, when he was first doing it, I was I was like, oh, this is like way too hectic. I was like, they're building him up for a disaster, and then actually he kind of totally pulled it off. Eh? They quite they quite liked it. It's definitely a hangover food. I wrote in my notes, yes, Lucas, hashy bees. <laughs> I do rate a hash brown. Oh, or, love or like a brown. potato rosti or whatever they are. Oh, get in me. Um, whose flavours stood out for you? Like whose pie would you most like to wrap your lips around? I think Victoria was definitely the most um, 
um out there kind of just thinking outside the box um exotic flavors hey and and i think that pulled off for him yeah i what i didn't love was that like they went to hugo and hugo was explaining his flavors and they were like oh wouldn't get that at the kiwi dairy like nah and then they went to fucking victoria and she like peas and spices and and then they were like oh yum sounds delish and i was like this is the inconsistent inconsistency of the judging that makes me a bit like what not fair considering that hugo basically did a chicken mushroom and leek pie which is like as standard as standard comes, he just chucked some paprika in there. Like, I put paprika in basically everything. Yeah, I don't think it's that exciting. (laughs) Um, I really liked the sound of Jonathan's. The red wine, his thick cheese. Oh, I also have never considered putting like a cheese sauce into a pie versus I always just put like grated cheese or normal cheese. And he did like a cheese sauce. Yum. Yeah, that was a nice touch. Um, I will 100% give props to Lucas for bringing the old tomato sauce squeezy container and making tomato sauce. Like, what a beautiful touch. This is still the season of the props, and I'm not mad. Prop queens. They're very, very good at it. Um, do We kind of have to talk about Monique and the old soggy bottom. But, okay, so I've got an opinion on this, right? Okay, so even, um, so Jordan was like, oh, maybe there was, like, just, like, six or seven more minutes in the oven. Those pies were, like, so large. Like, I appreciate, like, a heavily filled pie, but when it's just, like, too much to eat with your hand, like, it was always going to explode. I think there was, it could have been a thicker pastry, slightly thicker pastry, smaller, and a bit less filling, and she could have pulled it off, and it had been crisp and still, that like, juicy, creamy power filling. Um, she just went too big. This is hearty Monique, though, right? Like, this is, like, queen it of, is like, hearty comfort Monique. food. So I'm, I'm not surprised that her pies looked so, like, full and, like, plump. But, yeah, no, you're right, Tom. I think, like, it should be, like, a hand pie, right? I'm just thinking how good would it have been? I would have, like, 100% served mine in brown paper bags. The ultimate, right? So kiwi. Oh, true. Right. That is very kiwi. Very kiwi. I did, like, Hayley had the amazing call, and I think it completely went over Victoria's head. She was describing that it's like a Jamaican pastry that they usually make like patties out of. And then Hayley like very just like perfectly was like, oh, Jamaican these for the first time. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Hayley. I will give it to Hayley. I think she was pretty on form this, this episode. Like she had some good calls. Um, I feel like everyone did like a pretty good job. Even like though Monique's bottom fell out, like her filling still looked nice. And I think her pastry, like had it had some more chance to cook potentially would have worked out. But like all around, this seemed like a pretty good signature. They could have filled um, a pie warmer at a bakery and they've sold out in minutes, I think. Hugely. Oh, the other thing mm. I loved, I must say, was the, the very nice touch of the piped um, mashed potato on top of Brooks pies. Can I just say, I think Brooks looked like stunning when when they cut into it and like the profile oh. looked amazing. It was so clean. It was thick and juicy and delightful. And this is coming from someone who like I legitimately hate mashed potato. So I thought you were going to say this is coming from someone who is thick, juicy, and delightful. <laughs> <laughs> I am also thick, yes. juicy, and delightful. You're dead right. Yeah, that's great. And you have a great, great profile when when you cut into you. <laughs> Preferably, don't cut into me. The crumbs. And then we went to the most bizarro technical of the season, which was like Peter Gordon's Pacifica-inspired seawater <laughs> custard slice 
with Ginger Cogan. I'm like, I can't, like, what's the, it's not really a snappy title, bro. You lost me at seawater. I will never. <laughs> but nobody mentioned the seawater, like, therefore after. They talked about it in the Luke, introduction. No, Lucas and did. It... Lucas was like, there's, he's like, he's like, there's some Murawai seawater, which I guess um, gives it seasoning. And I was like, no, 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 no. What, what Peter said that it gives it is energy. The energy from the yeah, ocean. No, I, I agree. I agree that he's potentially slightly stoned because I, I put down um, sees energy transferred into the baking mark. Uh, the baking question mark, Peter. <laughs> I think we go back to how many drinks has Peter had. <laughs> I wrote seawater dot dot dot. Peter Gordon is cooked. How different were they? It was so like funny when they put them up and it who. Like, those so different. This is probably the first technical where everyone put down their plate and, like, everyone's looked super different. Yeah. There were some not-so-good-looking one- ones. Um, Name names. Can I just say, oh, the, I actually think that Victoria's was pretty rough-looking. Like, there was no custard in there. It's a custard square. But I do think Peter did not give them enough time. If every single person has undercooked pastry, then your recipe is wrong. Yeah, all signs point to... <laughs> To you. And then at the end yeah. of the challenge, Jordan was like, she made some little, like, pass-off comment, like, this wasn't my challenge. Like, she didn't oh. want to claim the shit show. Like, literally. <laughs> She's like... like d- dusting her hands of it. She's like, oh, no. Um, oh, wait, one thing I did notice in the signature challenge, Courtney, that you um, surely loved was Brooke I know what right, you're going to say! <laughs> right through the fucking butter paper. Yeah. I will say, she cut it with the dough thing, and I was like, can you just get a knife? Because that was hard to watch. But... That is how great people cut butter. I don't know what else to say. Okay, well. I actually put down Brooke going for the Courtney butter. Do you know why they included it? Because when you leave it wrapped like that, you're giving some sponsorship shout out to the brands. And that's what I'm here for. Lewis Road in our season. (laughs) Even though... You hated Lewis Road. I hated their butter in every way. (laughs) I would have rather had Anchor, that's for sure. Um... Can I just read some of the quotes that I absolutely loved from this challenge? Only if you do it um, in a funny accent. I'm really bad at accents and it'll be very, um, what's the word? Offensive. It'll be quite offensive. Do your boyfriend Hugo's accent. Hello there, governor. (laughs) Hello, governor. Yeah, it's not in me. So we've got, it looks like delicious cheese. I was going to say you want it to be in you. (laughs) It looks like delicious cheese, but it's actually delicious butter. And that one came from Lucas and same Lucas. I didn't think I'd be milking ginger today. That one came from Hugo. Oh, that was mine. I had that down as a quote. He seemed really sad as he said it. He was like so somber. And he was like, I did not think I'd be milking ginger today. I think at that point you're kind of going, uh. Um, manky hands. Something about like, I'm about to do this with my manky hands. That was Brooke. That was Brooke, yeah. Oh, that's what I aim for, not being awful. And that was Hugo. Oh. I just had one more and it came from Pax in one of his VOs saying, we're going to have a sloppy disaster. <laughs> I hated, at the start of the episode, Hugo was like, I was expecting to go home in week one, so that's great that I've made it this far. And I was like, no, it's the kiss of death. <laughs> it was weird how Peter Gordon, when he was describing like his one that he had made, he was like, I don't like a custard that's too solid. And then did you see the one that he like gave Jordan? It was like a yellow, it was like scrambled egg. Like It looked exactly like, like what, what you get from the bakery where you can throw it against the wall and it bounces back at you. That's exactly what I thought. Okay, Courtney, so you were um, tasked with making the technical this week. How did it go? I was really excited to make uh, custard squares because they are one of my favourites. I will admit right from the get-go, 
did not go to the ocean, did not go to the sea, did not get seawater. <laughs> I, I was going to ask you about that. I was like, surely that was the crucial ingredient. Like, did you not? I used sea salt though. I felt like that was a tip of the head. So I put some sea salt into some water. Honestly, who cares? I don't think you would even know. Yeah, but is that going to have the energy, the motion and the ocean? <laughs> I gave it the energy, okay? I put all of my energy, all of my motion, all of my ocean okay. into the <laughs> custard squares. I, I bet you did. Um, I was, I was not so keen, like, thought-wise on, like, the coconut flavouring and the ginger and the icing, because, I don't know, I'm a basic bitch, we know that I don't like basic flavours. I must say, I actually really like the co- using coconut milk in the, like, the custard filling, and you also have to use coconut butter, which I'd never heard of, so I had to Google it. Uh, it turns out it's like a nut butter that you just make out of coconut flesh, so I couldn't buy any, because I live in the middle of nowhere. So... I made my own just using like desiccated coconut and you just had to like blitz it in a food processor for ages until it, it kind of, and then all the oil releases and it turns into like, like peanut butter, but it's like coconut. Yeah. Yeah. I hated the method of making the pastry. <laughs> I just want to do it in a food processor. I feel like we're, we're being really naughty. We're kind of like changing the technicals. No, I did it how, I did it the right way. I just wouldn't do it that way again in the future. Um, so how was how and how was your custard? Were you happy with your custard? Like, did it set? At the moment, I have them in the freezer because I don't think it's going to set properly. Oh. <laughs> I think I'm going to have a Victoria, and it's all going to squish out the sides. Um, did you? I'm assuming you didn't time yourself. I didn't. There is no way I think I could have done that in two hours, and I can see why all their pastry was undercooked because I think what they would have done is in the recipe. It's like do all the butter, then chill it, then do another fold, then chill it, then do another fold, then chill it. And they would have been so set on doing that for the right amount of time that they probably weren't left with enough baking time and then like chilling it in the fridge afterwards time. You know how like you start a technical and you're kind of like, you're going to follow it to the T and then you get to like the last half hour and you're like, everything's fucking out the window and you're like, I'm just doing whatever. That's exactly what would have happened in this challenge. I can see it from a mile away. I think the time limit that they gave them was was shitty, to be fair. <laughs> so clearly Monique had the best looking technical. She came first in the technical. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Lucas has looked pretty bloody good as well, to be fair. And he got his old second. Um, then we had middle of the road, which was Jono, Brooke. Oh, sorry, Brooke, Jono, Victoria. And then last was Hugo. Are we calling him Jono now? Literally just wrote Jono because I don't want to write his whole name in my notes. Okay, can we call him Jono? Jono, let us know if we can call you Jono. J, J Dog. The crumbs. Okay, so next up, third and final challenge this week. Well, every week is the showstopper. Um, what did we think? Immediately, we have to talk about the the, the clothing situation, the jumpsuit, Hugo and Haley. How okay? How the hell did Hugo get Haley's jumpsuit? Romper. You call it a romper, right? It is That's a, a romper. romper. Or a jumpsuit. I'd say it's one of the two. I feel like there's three options here. Yeah. Hugo actually owns that jumpsuit and brought it with him to the show. Imagine the coincidence if he did. Secondly, one of the other girls on the show had the jumpsuit. And obviously the judges were at the first day, the hosts and stuff. So on the second day, Hugo's like, let me at it. Third option, they had another one in wardrobe and just thought it would be a funny bit. I think it must have been in wardrobe. So I remember like a lot like i remember seeing on the first day we were there like the wardrobe unit and there's just like shillers of clothes for them like the judges to wear i reckon they 
post, sorry. I want to know why they didn't put you in some Trelise Cooper so that you matched Sue. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, I did love it, though. Like, that's probably one of my favourite moments I've seen, like, so far. That was great. Um, Victoria came through with the technical as well. Not about the baking. Can't remember what she baked. Two cares. No, I'm joking, Victoria. Um, but she went as a, she came as a cherry, didn't she? Bless her. Little cherry, cherry, chubba chub. I liked the red top and I liked the cherry earrings and I liked the red lipstick. She mm. She's back on her matchy-matchy and we like it. I really liked one of the comments that Brooke made, and I actually feel exactly the same, that all of the pastry she's ever cooked in her life has probably been undercooked. Like, when you actually see, like, Peter explaining what pastry should be, like, cooked, I feel like there's so many people out there who are just undercooking pastry left, right, and centre. Agreed. Yeah, um, there was a good example. I think it was actually on Victoria's. Pastry should be, like, darker than it is. Like, because you want that kind of, like, caramelised, like, crusty, flaky, melt-in-your-mouth moment. Especially, like, a sweet short crust. Yeah, and that's what Brooke said. She's like, the second it starts to colour, I freak out and pull it out. Which means I've always been serving yeah. like raw pastry, basically, or undercooked pastry. Um, Brooke's let me down this week as well because <gasps> um, I'm Team Brooke. We know. But when they were talking to Brooke about her showstopper and her pastry base was on the counter, like there was so much shrinkage, Brooke, in that, and I was horrified. You heard it here first, Brooke. <laughs> like, Poor Brooke. She's not going to like you this week. She's normally like so good at that kind of stuff and she's on to everything. So it kind of surprised me that, and even when she produced her tart, it kind of looked really thin. She seemed quite stressed this episode to me, right from the get-go. Like that first like mince, whatever it was, challenge, she was so like panicked and stressed. And I think she took a lot of that through this particular episode. She did actually say, and quote, this is like the most stressed I've ever been or yeah, something like that. I could that. sense that yeah. from her. Um, I didn't have heaps of thoughts about this challenge. I think that I preferred this over the fruit tart that we had to make. We had to do like a baked fruit tart. Eh, I preferred this one. I agree. The yeah. fruit pie. I think this was way more exciting and had more elements and stuff, which was quite fun. Yeah, I actually agree, Courtney, because there's so many different like routes you can go down with this one. Like I, I automatically started thinking what I would do. So I was either do like a frangipani kind of scenario or what also being really good is like a nice sweet short crust with like a panna cotta kind of like maybe like Cornish <laughs> like a chamomile panna cotta filling with like summer fruits and figs and red currants and black currants on top and made it look like so colourful and lit. That would have been really good. I I'm just getting weird faces from the I guys. I just yeah. hate frangipani. I hate anything to do with it. I just think it's so blah. <laughs> what do you like? <laughs> She likes things. vanilla cakes. Yeah. She likes berry. <laughs> she likes. I like chocolate what, cakes. I what like does this custard. girl? What does this girl like? Yeah. I just find frangipani. It's the almond. It's that whole like marzipan. Like anything frangipani, marzipan, anything in that realm that's just like a gross fake nut. It's just not for me. But it's not a fake nut. Like marzipan is made from almonds. No, almond essence is the devil. Yes. Yes, I agree. But most. <laughs> okay, great. Marzipans and frangipans have got that in it. But not fr frangipani doesn't have almond. You'd have to put almond. It's like really crushed almonds. And also, Jordan puts almond meal in all of her cakes. So tell Jordan that. And that's why they cost eight hundred dollars each. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I loved that had made his pie like really high and look really proud yeah. with fruit. It looked like yeah, abundant, like and I just wanted to dive into it. Whereas I feel like some of the others, so say like. 
a little bit of like Monique's, um, even Lucas's to a degree, were quite flat, like almost felt a bit 2D, whereas I really loved that high, proud look. And I feel like that's Cornucopia more... Cornucopia vibes. Yeah, it's more what you expect from like a French patisserie, sort of those little tarts. I did like mm. what Brooke did. I liked the negative space that she used in hers. Um, she's obviously quite good at decorating and stuff, and you could see that come through. But yeah, I just wanted a bit more height. So I will give it to Jonathan that putting in the... <laughs> almond sponge or whatever it was yeah and it held quite well as well when they like sliced it it did hold quite well i'm pretty sure this season of the great kiwi bake-off cost millions of dollars in gold leaf budget like (laughs) every week there's like a kilogram of gold leaf on people's bakes but i think this week was jonathan which it like suited his his color palette so nicely because it was really like deep reds and golds and and the little chocolate like swirls that he had on the air yeah Mm. so nice like it was such a beautiful tart like i just was i was actually blown away it was my favorite by a long shot i felt a bit sorry i fell off my chair i fell off my chair it was amazing um i did also like victoria's i thought that she had quite a bit of height to hers which again made it look quite sort of decadent also anyone who cuts grapes in half just or like slices grapes just deserves a medal because that is patience that i do not have um, talking about slicing fruits, um, Hugo, don't slice kiwi fruit again like that because it just looked naff. I didn't mind his little roses. No, they were shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they Hugo, were fucking. It's okay, Hugo. I like your roses. Yeah, I thought they were cute. No, the uh, the other ones. No, the, the, the other ones were fine, but the, the kiwi fruit is Didn't just like. Didn't he do like, mango in the middle? If you do. If you're doing that, you do it with like like an apple, a pear, like a peach, a mandarin, not mandarin, sorry, uh, like a peach, not peach either. Let me start that again. Um, if you're doing, if you're like creating patterns with fruit, you do it with like an apple or a pear, like slowly, like kind of slightly poached or something to give it the flexibility and it's got some like rigidity and you can cut, like kiwi fruit's like mushy. You can't do it with mushy. Courtney's laughing at me again. I'm not laughing. I'm confused because I genuinely thought that they looked good. No. Do you thought that no, it just looked okay? Right, cool. A difference of opinion again. <laughs> John's getting angry. <laughs> <laughs> Things are getting spicy. <laughs> Me and Courtney are gonna fucking hate each other at the end of this podcast. Last week we took our earrings off. This week I reckon we go jelly wrestling, just straight up in there. What did What did we think of um, Lucas's uh, controversial rectangle versus everyone else's most or most other people's circles? I loved the rhubarb i actually thought the geometry was really cool the only thing i didn't like was the sort of lacking of height but i like that it was different i personally love rhubarb so i thought that that was like fun and something a little bit different um i did find it funny that peter was like oh i hope they use seasonal fruit i was like it's the middle of winter (laughs) like the only seasonal fruit they have is like a mandarin maybe at that time of year like maybe uh, what else is there yeah, I always, I like I like making fruit tarts and and tarts and fruit pies, um, but it's like so limited as to what you can get like at this time of year. Yeah, and then even like even if you get the stuff that is like imported or whatever, but like the flavors aren't there. Like Not you the see same. like some of the strawberries they're using and stuff, and they're like pretty. Oh yeah, strawberries are so shit when they're out of season. I think just having a fruit tart challenge in the middle of winter is an average idea oh. at best. Yeah. <laughs> I was pretty interested by Brooke's basil pastry, um, especially because like I think basil is one of those herbs that can go sweet really nicely. So I would have loved to have tried it 
It was a, it was a total shame. Her um, white chocolate. It was like a white chocolate custard, wasn't it? She used. Yeah. Didn't yeah. quite set. It would. If that had been like firm, I keep using the word panna cotta, but like if that had been like a firm panna cotta, that would have been minter. Bezela. <laughs> that was the lamest joke I think I've ever made in my life. Yeah. Um, so all round, I feel like this was a really good week for the most part. There was lots of bakes that I feel like I wanted to eat. No one like horrifically fucked up. How, like, do you feel the same? Yeah, I agree. I think it was just, there are just a couple of, I mean, as Jordan did a couple of bottom checks, um, there are a couple of, you know, uncooked pastries, but you're going to get that. Yeah. And with like a time pressure pastry situation. But And also when you're like in a room with like really talented bakers, it really gets to that point where like everything, like everyone's like pulling out like really good bakes every week. You're like, who is it going to be that goes? And with like six people left, it gets harder and harder and harder. So for this week, for the first time, I was like, holy shit, who's going? And I was like, could it be Hugo? I was like, no, Hugo can't go. Courtney's going to kill herself. <laughs> I honestly thought it was going to be like a predetermined non-elimination. Like there's going to yeah. be one. They're going to not vote someone out one week. And I thought this was going to be our week. But alas, we were wrong. So our baker of the barn or whatever it is that we're calling them uh, was Lucas. And it's his first time. So congratulations. Oh my fucking well done, Lucas. You deserve it, bro. I thought he did a great job. Um, I loved it, especially because he kept shitting on himself, saying how bad his pastry was. Clearly, you can't say that anymore. Lucas, you're very good at pastry. You're the new pastry queen, in fact. We'll take that title off, Tom, and give it to you. Well, excuse me. No. <laughs> you have to um, jelly wrestle with Tom to find out who is the ultimate pastry queen. You have to custard wrestle with Tom. Bring it on, Lucas. I love a custard Can't you make the custard? <laughs> Perfect. We just have both have to show up in a G-string and we're away. <laughs> Lucas, if you just like write in the comments whether you're keen or not, and then we'll get it. We'll make arranged. it happen. We'll make it happen. Um, yeah. And yeah, unfortunately, going home was Hugo. Honestly, Aww. and we a went. Shock. As you said, it was hard to call it this week. It was so hard to call. I think the only other person. It was Hugo, and then if Monique hadn't smashed the technical, like if she had had a kind of an average technical, she would have gone. Her signature wasn't, yeah. I her signature and her been. showstopper, neither were like amazing, amazing. Um, and yeah. then potentially Brooke, but I feel like Brooke's track record probably has kept her there. Ditto a little bit with Monique. I think Brooke's yeah. track record, but also her um, experimental nature with flavors and stuff, also keeps the judges are like, oh, she's very interesting. Like we yes. don't know what she's gonna put out so she's always kind of keeping them on their toes uh, i just wanted to say um something for the listeners is that we're actually recording this podcast an hour later tonight than we normally would be because um i think courtney was breathing <laughs> i did i logged i logged onto this call and she was sobbing i needed to pull myself together it's okay i worked it out i'm back you can see the tears still falling from my eyes but um i was sad to see hugo go i thought he brought like a bit of fun to the barn and i feel like we're losing some of our fun we had kihi last week now we've got hugo you know i love what he said when he was like we all just have to keep baking for like the people we love it was so cute we just need to keep sharing food with the people we love yes that's literally what i was put on this earth to do he's so wholesome yeah and hugo i do just want to um officially on the pod apologize for ripping you out because of your dungarees 
full disclosure, I earlier that day had seen like a 50 year old man wearing dungarees and that really, <laughs> I projected that, that anger onto you. Oh my God. Can we talk about like the fact that um, Haley and Peter's love child is Hugo? Oh <laughs> my like, God. It was perfect. Was like, yeah. It was such a good like sketch. When, like, sketch. It was such a good when the two of them stood next to each other and then had Hugo there, I was like, they have literally made a child and it is Hugo. This is incredible. Okay, so Connie, it sounds like you've had a pretty busy week um, because as well as making the technical this week, you also got to speak to your favourite, Hugo. Um, did you keep your calm and how did that go? I did keep my calm, although I felt very bad because after I'd finished speaking to him, he told me that it was his birthday on the day that I spoke to him. <laughs> he started his day doing an interview with the crumbs. Isn't he good? <laughs> did, it, did you realise at the time or no? No, and he didn't tell me until afterwards, so... Thank you, Hugo. Happy birthday from all of us. Turning 29. Woo. Happy birthday, Hugo. Happy birthday, and this is how our chat went. Welcome to The Crumbs. Thank you for having a chat with me today. Happy to be here. Lovely to see you. Um, how did it feel watching the episode back the other night? Um, I think it was probably the episode I enjoyed the most watching just because it was a bit of yeah. I don't know I, you get it's nice watching it with like friends and stuff but I did I always got a little bit of anxiety watching the judging back um and stuff like that so in a way I actually really enjoyed filming this episode and it was nice just watching it back yeah I guess there is a bit of relief like I know for me like getting towards the final I just wanted it to ear so that people would stop asking me if I won yeah. because it was such a weird like I hated that last week because I knew people were going to be watching the final, like hoping that I would win, obviously. And I knew that I didn't. And it was just the worst week. So I'd imagine, I guess you had a bit of that feeling where it's kind of like, I just want people to see it and know that it's kind of done, right? Yeah, exactly. And I kind of told people who I knew closely that I was going that week. I was just like, Do, just, just prepare. <laughs> I'm off. Naughty, naughty. <laughs> um, I feel like the question that everyone is going to want to know after watching Bakery Week how did the jumpsuit come about? The whole situation with Haley. Yeah. Explain it to us. Okay, so it's filmed over two days. And day one was on a Friday. And then we had two days off, a weekend, Saturday and Sunday. You got a weekend? It was a luxury, yeah, two days off. We didn't get a weekend? Jesus. Um, I think because it was a public holiday and they were filming the Celebrity Bake Off. And then um, we filmed day two on the Mondays. So on the Friday, I, Haley was wearing the jumpsuit and I loved it. And I, and I was joking about how it would probably fit me. And she said that she'd let me wear it. So we were out, all, all the bakers we out, went out to Auckland on Saturday shopping. And I just saw it in the window and I had to try it on. I was like, I'm going to go in, I'm going to uh, give it a go. And it didn't, it was, that was, it was too small. Everyone was so bemused. There were all these women in like, um, in Remuera yes. or whatever, um, watching this guy, <laughs> this guy trying on a pink jumpsuit. And they didn't have it in my size. So I basically asked them what was the largest size they had. And it was in Ponsonby. So I went across town with Lucas and... I think it was Monique, um, and it kind of fit just about, so I bought it, and then on the Monday morning I wore it in as a surprise for um, for Haley. So there's a video that Lucas posted on Instagram, and that's that's the first time she saw it. That's the honest reaction to it. I did say that. That's um, that's so like that's commitment to the bit because honestly that was the funniest thing that happened that like episode for me. I was like that's absolutely hilarious, um, and I thought maybe it had been kind of staged by wardrobe, like that maybe they had two. Um, out the back and you kind of just found one no but you did it yourself no, you that's did. hilarious <laughs> i'll actually ask you as well what's the deal with the crocs because there's so many of you wearing them did you all take them there or did it become a thing where you brought them all no um so brooke was wearing them right from the beginning and then 
we yes. were all like, we're going to get them. And I think also Jordan has Crocs. Um, so we were talking about it, and then we all went... So it's Brooks fangirl coming through again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the strange... Jordan and Brooke. Uh, so weird. They seem to really... Yeah, they just vibe. Um, but, um, yeah. no, uh, and so we all just went shopping together and bought them all together. So, uh, yeah, it was nice. just a fun little moment. Um, what was your favourite thing that you got to bake on the show? Like, what was your... The thing you either enjoyed the most or were the happiest with? I think, so, the, the truffle terrine, and I know you hate them, but just because it was, like, a new thing, and it was actually super rela- It was just so relaxing to... to, to and you don't have to worry about underbaking anything. Uh, it was, yeah. I mean, it was just whether it's set, but that... Uh, yeah, so that was quite kind of interesting and relaxing in a way. And then the other one, um, just the cakes generally, not decorating them, but making the cakes. So my, my mm. retro cake, like the apple cake in there, was actually, it's actually my favourite cake to make, and then the drizzle cake. Yeah. So you're not such a big fan of like decorating cakes, it's more the actual baking that you enjoy. Uh, I never decorate cakes. Like I, I didn't, I hadn't even used a piping bag before going on Bake Off. Um, Are you kidding? <laughs> yes. Wow. Can I ask what made you sign up for Bake Off then? Was it someone like asking you to like? I think I was, it was around just after, it was around Christmas and I think I'd watched it with my mum the night before and then I woke up the next morning and I just applied. It was literally about 50 minutes after I woke up. I was half asleep and I just like, I chuck in an application, yeah. why not? So I just filled it out. Yeah. And um, and then I ended up getting on the show about like, two or three months later. Would you have done anything differently in the time that you were there? Uh, no, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Good. I don't know. It's like there's no point. I because I, some there's a tendency when you think back, like oh, I could have done this differently. I could have, but it's done. And yeah. I actually had a fantastic time on the show. So yeah, um, like really stressful at times, but um, I to be honest, I'm pretty happy with how I did where I got. I think it was about right to be honest. There's a very talented group this year, I must say. Like, I feel like all of you did really well. Like, it wasn't like there was a real standout. Like, oh, that person did like terribly. I don't think you did horrifically in your in this particular episode. I think they would have had a bit of a harder time trying to work out who was going to go this week. Like at the beginning, we joke about how the technicals don't really matter so much, but once it got to that stage, because the quality was pretty good across the board, like the technical is the easiest way of differentiating like where you stand. So my inability to 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 do anything well in a technical really came to bite me in the ass to be honest but um you're yeah. talking to the queen of doing terribly in technicals so i understand your pain there <laughs> and you just want to do well like you go into it every time being like i'm gonna do well this time and then something just turns to shit along the way yeah it's just good. and also because it was uh jordan and peter i think um they that it was an adjustment getting used to judging like they're new to judging and when they were giving feedback face to face they were almost too nice sometimes like in the earlier weeks they were they were just like oh my god they <laughs> they love everyone's baking that's great but when it, with the technicals um because it was anonymous they went in harder i think in their comments and so because i always yeah. did worse i i think i just yeah i felt it a little bit more i think you would have taken it to um me. yeah i think so so Baking is quite a personal thing in a sense. Like you're putting your time and your love into doing something. Even now, like people ask me why I don't like bake and sell my baking and stuff like that. I don't think I could. I take it way too personally. And if someone didn't like enjoy it or was quite harsh with it, I think I'd find it really hard. So putting yourself out there to be judged on a TV show, no matter how nice or not nice they are, you're still going to take that to heart. And it's heightened emotions in there as well. You are competing with other people. You're not with your family. So yeah, you definitely take things a bit more like at the end of the day it's baking and you kind of have to chill out but yeah i i understand yeah yeah 
Yeah, 100%. Um, what was your favourite part of Bake Off that we didn't get to see? Something like behind the scenes, something that didn't get aired? Oh, God. Um, um, well, number one is the cat, actually. There was a cat that lived in the house, which you know, and I love the cat, Mr. Hugo. Little Big Hugo. It's on my list to ask you about Big Hugo and Little Hugo. So, yeah, explain Big Hugo and Little Hugo. <laughs> I just see. I just spent so much. He was like a little therapy animal, and I just love spending time with him. Um, and I mean, I don't want to throw the other bakers under the bus, but he didn't get the most love from everyone else. So, um... in our season, Wendy really despised cats, and she banned him or him or her from being in the house. So I had to go out on the deck to give him cuddles. <laughs> he wasn't allowed inside. Yeah, we had the same situation. <laughs> she had like the deck time. Who didn't like it? And uh, who didn't like the cat? You I, won't, I won't name. <laughs> Call them out, call them they, out. They, they know who they are. <laughs> um, all right, so if people want to keep following you and following your baking, where can they find you? On, they can find me on Bustling Bout Bakes, without an A. Bustling Bout Bakes. ABB, Bustling. You just search my name, there's only one. If you search my name, Hugo Bustle, you'll find there's only one Hugo Bustle. All right, well, thank you so much for talking to me. Um, we're very sad that we won't see you on the show anymore. You definitely brought some like excitement and fun to the barn. Um, but now you get to relax and you get to watch each week, not panicked about what you're doing. So exactly. that's kind of fun as well. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna enjoy it, and it's, it'll be intriguing just to see what it's like now, like in the barn, because I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, okay, I know what's happened, but I don't know how it happened. The famous question that we ask at the end of each podcast: Who is going to win? We'll start with Hamish. Do you know what? I've been like thinking about this since we started recording because I knew it was looming. Yes. Do you want to know who I think now? Can I guess? Yes. Jonathan. Yes. Yes. I am. I am. I think really? Jonathan is. Yeah. I really think. I think I just have been like paying more attention to him and I was like, I think he's got what it takes. Um, Tom, are you sticking with your girl, Brooke? Oh, it's getting hard, pregnant pause. I, I honestly, I have faith in Brooke. I feel like she's not getting the recognition she deserves. That sounded like it was wavering just then when you couldn't just say, "Yeah, I'm Team Brooke." I am Team. I am Team Brooke. And Courtney Adele. Courtney Adele. Who is your pick? I feel very conflicted this week. Five, four, three. I'm gonna stick with Monique for now. All right. She wobbled with the power power pie, but that hasn't shaken your faith in her. No. I still think she has those, like, just little things that she does in the kitchen. I, like, watch her and I go, you've got some skills, lady. I like it. Saying Monique's name now has just made me recall something from the start of the episode. The power that she served, she literally caught herself, tenderized herself. Tenderized? And then, yeah. like, how minced did, herself. How did tenderize the power? Something about bashing them between rocks, I think. I don't know. I was very confused. Yeah, I think she was. She was. She was like, if we're doing it on the fly, and then like, oh, just bash it between rocks, and then she gives it to her husband, and then he minces it, so that she pre-tenderizes her power mince. And I'm like, you can do literally Everything. anything. She's like an all-round you can gal. Teach a child, feed a family of eight with a quiche, be pregnant on a very stressful show, paint a beautiful, delicate face on an egg. <laughs> she can do no wrong. All right, so we had Kiwi Bakery Week, and then um, where they kind of trashed anyone who <laughs> wanted to go a little bit um, left of centre with their flavours, and we go straight into International Week, where I'm guessing they're going to embrace flavours of all shapes, sizes, orientations. 
I'm so excited for this. There's going to be so many different things going on, right? I think straight off the bat, I reckon Jonathan's going to do really well next week. He strikes. He's already shown us that he's really good with like different flavors, bringing in different sort of cultural backgrounds, and I think he's going to do really well. Agreed. That's it for Kiwi Bakery Week. This is my favorite week so far. It's been bloody delicious. I want to eat it all. Um, we will see you again next week. Please give us a rating if you are listening on some sort of device somewhere in the world. <laughs> Five stars only. And go and follow us on Instagram, The Crumbs Pod. Oh, oh, That was the lamest ending ever. I wanted something exciting. Can someone bring me some energy? Some seawater energy, please? May your coming days be filled with the energy of the giant, endless ocean and Murawai seawater. That'll do it. All right. Goodbye. The Crumbs.